When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Yeah, it's another thoroughbred race meet abandoned on a Saturday, which has left the industry participants fuming yet again. This time, Ottawa Park, Rotorua, the venue at the centre of the frustration. Following the Group 1 Captain Cook Stakes abandonment at Trentham last year, New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing promptly looked to sharpen their processes and expectations around track management. This latest hiccup will be a sore reminder there's still plenty of work to be done. Bruce Sharrick is the CEO of New Zealand Racing. He always fronts up this fella, and uh, we've got him on the show this morning to talk about that. Hey, Bull, how you going? Yeah, not bad, mate. Still, uh, still getting out of the rain, but we're going okay. Oh, that's good, mate. Um, a little bit of frustration, obviously. You know, I had a good chat to you on the weekend about what's happening with these abandonments. Just, just take us through where you are at the moment. Yeah, look, yeah, there is frustration. I think, and that's a frustration that's spread uh, throughout the the entire racing industry. And in simple terms, guys, the reality is that weather will always beat us, and no one in the industry mm. um, has a problem with that. If, if the weather is such that you can't race, I mean, they called off Ramwick on the weekend, they've called off meetings all around Australia. And we will have our share of those. That's not in question. What is in question is that is the way in which we're going about it, i.e. on Saturday we had all of our participants, our owners, our trainers, our stable hands, our race callers, everybody turn up to a meeting uh, that never got off the ground because it was very clear from the get-go that the track was not in safe order. That part is frustrating. Uh, we, we being NZTR, the RIB, and all the people that are there to assist the clubs had no visibility of any issues throughout the week. And that's the part that really annoys us. So who's, uh, thank you, Bruce, for coming on the show. Who's accountable for this? Will there be any give back to, because we've, we've heard from trainers, jockeys, um, you know, pundits, owners, that they obviously lose out from this. So who, who has, who's mm. accountable and who will... Who will have to um, front foot this? Yeah, look, at the end of the day, Izzy, there's, a, there's a number of things. So the short version of the model to understand is that the industry funds the clubs to prepare or licenses the clubs to put on meetings for the industry. And in doing so, one of those key responsibilities is to prepare the track in such a way that is safe. Yeah. Now, 
again I go back to what I said, if the weather is such and the conditions are such that we can't, you abandon meetings uh, where possible, you move them. Uh, what we don't like is when we are notified so late in the piece that we have no chance to, one, uh, relocate the meeting, or two, our participants have engaged uh, cost to get there. To answer your question, we fund the clubs. So currently I'm looking at a policy that is in place and whether or not the club, uh, in this case, and going forward, uh, are, are then penalised for not doing what they should have done. It is there in the funding document and that's what I'm going to be looking at today. So, hey, mate, so, so take us through that model. Like currently, obviously, the what you're saying is that the tracks um, and the people that, that run the tracks are looking after this and NZTR... Uh, are playing their part as governors. What does that model look like and what should it look like in the future? Well, to answer your first question, the model, the, and, and let me say from the get-go, there are many tracks who do a fantastic job and they have a fantastic infrastructure and they are world-class. So that's the first thing I want to say. The, the second thing is the, the model is effectively like an outsourcing model. NZTR, on behalf of the industry, and let's let's be real about this, there is one pot of money. It is industry money. The, the industry then uh, licenses clubs to put on 293 events a year. We then fund the clubs, depending upon the event, which is all clear in the funding document, and that goes out to them to prepare uh, the year ahead. And as I say, that's the, that's the supply the day out, which is the facility that we use, but equally and most importantly is a safe uh, surface for our participants, horses and human, and equally for our punters so that you're getting a, uh, a great opportunity to wager. So in a situation like we've just seen, we, being the industry, have funded uh, the club and the club has come up short of what I would call an acceptable standard. So... Again, I have no issue if the club had have let us know Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, even Friday, even first thing Saturday morning, and said, guys, we have a problem. We don't think it's safe. We would have then notified the participants, who would have been frustrated, but not out of pocket, other than the fact they didn't have an opportunity to, to run their horse to win some stake money. So th that's the frustration. Where does the model go? That's something, I'll be honest, mate, I've got to have a really good look at and see if... Uh, if there is an alternative model that is, is going to be superior to the one we've got. Hey, Bruce, Louis here, mate. And uh, I appreciated your letter you wrote oh, and you posted up on loveracing.nz yesterday. Your last line finishes with, otherwise we will, con and pretty much everything you've just said now, you've laid it all out. If we don't get this right, we will continue to sabotage any process we are seeking to make. And I think that's a really poignant message. When you speak to the people that are getting it wrong, the actual individuals in the clubs and the, the individuals at the clubs that are making the mistakes, which this is, and it was an error, do they get it? Is there accountability? Or is it head in the sand, blame back on NZTR? That's a really good question, uh, Louis. Uh, and I think, if I'm being brutally honest, I think there's a disconnect between what some people in the industry who have been around a long, long time are accepting of in terms of standard. They're looking back a couple of three decades ago and said, well, back in the day, we would race on that. The fact of the matter is that we're in a very heavily regulated 2022 and our health and safety requirements, our animal welfare considerations, they're all things that we need to be extremely mindful of. And not only in racing, in every industry in which we operate in. And so 
to answer your question, I'm not 100% convinced that they think there is a problem. And there lies the inherent problem because they think what they're dishing up is okay. And it's not okay. So, so Bruce, is this, at the moment, down in Christchurch, we're dealing with 200 mils in the last month. So the weather's atrocious. Yep. Is this a simple yep. case of maybe just in winter racing, there's going to be uh, a more synthetic racing and we're going to be racing on synthetic tracks to, to be able to cover this situation that we're dealing with now? Or is it more than that? Is, there, is it just funding, more fund? Because like, everyone thinks money's going to fix every problem. Is it as simple as putting more money back into these clubs so we can get to a situation because winter racing is changing the climate's changing we're dealing with weather uh, patterns that are totally different to what we've dealt with in the past so so what is the solution to, to maybe yeah look forward? again is a great question um the industry's taken on over the last uh three or four years out of the provincial growth fund uh with the aid of the government 36 million dollars worth of development with uh, three synthetic tracks I think the, the time is coming where we are racing on synthetic and clearly Rickerton is now up and running and Awapuni is not yep. far away either. Yep. So we'll have three functional. We have to look at what is best for the industry and if it means uh, through the winter months, which is what they're there for, that we have to put some of our meetings on a synthetic to get our grass tracks a break through the harsh period of winter, then that's what we're going to have to do. And that will mean that there's a lot of horses that won't uh, like to race on a, a decent track because there are a series of horses that race in the winter that like a, a wet and heavy going. I, I own one. Kempi owns one with me. So the reality is that, but we've got to keep producing the product for the industry and for our wagerers. So I think there's, and the other part that you raised is about the reinvestment back into the, into the tracks. And uh, as you'll probably be aware, we're looking to invest uh, $10 million over the next five years and more than that because we'll keep allocating to infrastructure as earnings allows us to make sure that we get our best tracks in better condition to handle the load uh, that we're now facing. But you're dead right. Winter is a period where we will always have these issues. And as I say, I, I want to make it really clear, I don't have an issue where a meeting is called off. That is just the nature of the business we're in. What I do have an issue with is the timely fashion in which we're informed about it. That's not acceptable. Yeah. Hey, mate, you've had you've had a while now to get your feet under the table a few months and had a look at everything around, everything to do with NZTR. Um, where are you at? Are you comfortable with where the industry's at or is there some changes that need to happen and, and happen quickly uh, for this to, to continually move forward? Oh, look, there's many changes, mate. At the end of the day, we've got to tackle one thing at a time. And yes, I've been here now, I think I'm into week 11 or 12. Um, but I'm slowly getting a very clear picture on where we need to go. And, and at the end of the day, it is about standard improvement right across the board. And if we start doing that, we'll start seeing some really exponential growth um, in terms of the product that we're putting on. And then hopefully we get that return back from our wagerers because they're confident in what we do. The, the simple version is, no, there are many parts of our industry that need improvement. And to be frank, I've just got to put a line in the, sta in the sand and start moving forward on standard improvement and bring our people along. They want what's best for the industry. I'm convinced of that. There are a few outliers that are sabotaging through parochialism, um, want to retain what they've got. But we have to start having a view of what's best for the industry. And if you do that, we'll land on the right outcome.
I'm convinced of that. Yeah, me too, Bruce. And you know I am as well. And so many people are. Look, there is a, there is definitely it's it's light, more than light at the end of the tunnel. Just a few things need to line up. It's been a hell of a season, hasn't it? Uh, Naba has had a, an unreal year in the saddle. So have Lisa Albrecht's coming back from injury. Grillsy's been going good. Um, the South Island racing's been strong. Marshy tunned up in the Trainers' Premiership. You know, what Tiako did, obviously, incredible. And, and the new season dawns in, what, only a, a wee while. Um, a big racing season will be your first one as CEO. Are you excited? You're fired up, mate? People on the ground in, at New Plymouth in the weekend, they missed you. They were, where's, the, where's the big cheese? Where's the CEO? <laughs> well, I couldn't, get, I couldn't get a flight, would you believe? I, I've travelled down to New Plymouth for 30 years, and I normally book the day before because there's always plenty of options. Given all the interruptions out of Wellington, I couldn't get a flight. Oh, right. So, uh, and, and my brother said, well, why don't you drive? I said, well, I've just driven from Wellington to Auckland to get home, and I'm not about <laughs> to drive back down to New Plymouth. So I, I decided against that. Look, yeah, I, I am excited. We, we've got, and as we've come out and said, we're going we're gonna to be building a, a big plan around our top events. We, we've got some stuff coming out in the next uh, number of weeks, which I hope will excite not only racing fans, but fans about sporting events in general. And um, we're, we're going to be having a real shot at, at revitalising the industry and putting it back where it belongs as one of the one of the sort of sporting events that if you enjoy live sport and entertainment, you want to come and have a look at it. Um, so we we're going to be working hard, put it that way. Hey, mate, just um, one last question before I let you go. How do I get back on the A-list? <laughs> you would, uh, there's a couple of things you need to understand. One, you were never on the A-list. Oh. Two, you'll never get on the A-list. <laughs> oh, there, you, there you go. You're headed here in, on Izzy and Kippy for breakfast on SNZ. <laughs> hey, mate. Good to, good, to, good to chat this morning. <laughs> yeah, mate. No, no, good, good to chat this morning, mate. Go well. Talk soon. Okay, Cheers, bye. Bruce. <laughs> Whack! <laughs> he had that one. He had that one in his back pocket too. Oh, bull! He just pulled that card out. Mate, yes, I, was, I had that one. I was going to ask him. I was going. How proud are you of Alan? Alan, the Sheikh Sharrock. <laughs> <laughs> just ask him. Oh, yeah, we would have got, got another story. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's, it's Bruce, the CEO, we were talking to today. I can't wait to talk to Bull. We, we, yeah, that's right. He couldn't have been seen to show any nepotism, so he would have said, oh, I have to, I can't, I have to decline comment there. Uh, is he? No, seriously, the, the racing season's coming to an end. The new one will start. The, the breeding season's only just over a month away when we hit spring. Um, and yeah, they're right. NZTR have got a massive job to do on so many different fronts. One of the biggest ones, what he just alluded to, they teased their big events, their massive Group One race days, the Test matches. You know, you you men both played Test foot footy. That kind of big elite, the the pinnacle of New Zealand racing. Mm. How do we sell it? How do we turn it into? We can't have Karakamillions every weekend because the Karakamillion works because it's special. But how do we get the kind of the back the prestige back in Captain Cook Stakes Day and uh, Thunder Mile Day and Thousand Guineas Days and Two Thousand mm. Guineas Days? How do we build that hype and that kind of elite sporting theatre back to it? And that's the job they've got. They, hi- they hire me and Izzy to run hospitality. Yeah, mate. It's all about uh, entertainment. Honestly, it's all about entertainment. People want to be entertained. Horses is obviously a huge part of the day, but oh. obviously when between races, you it's- need to be entertained. It needs to be good food, good Urban polo flowing. dag. Weather, weather is a huge factor. 
weather's a huge when it's raining and miserable you don't want to go mate so weather plays a part and we can't control you know what it, they so. should do you know in those big marquees that they have there they should have a sign on disco mate so everyone walks around with headphones mm. on you know what I mean <laughs> so so no one gets interrupted and race commentary just, they're just dancing all the time you know it'd be it'd be so awesome you go oh yeah man and but you can choose what music you're listening to you know, I'm just, yeah, that's just one from the left. <laughs> that's, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. But let's be honest. How many times have we been to races and I've never watched a race? I've done it tons of times. Mate. I do my betting the day before, put all my bets on, go to the races, check my bets at the end of the day. Don't even watch one horse. It's a great day. One of the great days. <laughs> Brilliant. And you're not the only one. And that's, do you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. You've got to embrace nah. those people. I've got one, one idea for you, a little bit left field, Kimpy. Why don't we run the Cox Plate? In Izzy's property, and then just ask me could win it. <laughs> he would, he'd put a hand down. He put it hands down. I just want the video of Arlo being tied around on that quad bike tomorrow, mate. Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> He'll love it, bro. He'll love it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to just go wing, get him flying across the grass, and he'll probably stub his toe. Hey, one clear <laughs> message though, Izzy from from Bull then was I got a line in the sand. You know what I mean? Mm. It's about time. Um, he puts that line in the sand. He's basically saying, now that he understands what's going on, and I want to move forward. And I think the good people get that. So, um, yeah, look for some changes. That's what I'm looking for. Look for some changes. I'm looking for a lot of positive stuff to come out of the industry. I just hope that the people from the industry, like the big names, the Alices, you know, the Rogers and all them guys, they all get behind it because the, the more voices that talk about the changes that he wants, the better. Yep, bang on, Kimpy. 22 and a half minutes past eight. Here with Kimmis Warehouse. Great savings every day. Paulie Moati, the party, after this. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.